What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I'm Tashiva Oliver, and Leah Ross is my co-host. Listen, living as an urban Christian woman is a great gift and an amazing mission, which is why we need to be equipped for the everyday life. So whether you're hanging with the kiddos, washing dishes, checking emails, at the gym, or maybe even on your train commute, keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. Colossians chapter 4. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open up to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. And with him, Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, they will tell you of everything that has taken place here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him and Jesus, who is called Justice. These are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you, always struggling on your behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has worked hard for you and for those in Laodicea and in Aeropolis. Luke, the beloved physician, greets you, as does Demas. Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in her house. And when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Laodiceans. And see that you also read the letter from Laodicea, And say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hands. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Welcome back, ladies, to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Leah Ross. And I'm your other co-host, Toshiba Oliver. Every time we say this, it sounds so so, so quasi-cheesy, but sort of like, oh, we're your co-hosts. Just so you know who we are. And we're so glad you're here. Yes, we are so happy to have you. And per usual, mm-hmm. y'all, we actually have not been like out here like yeah. amping up like, Go subscribe. Go do this. So seriously, though, like... Here's a moment. Here's a moment. Y'all, we're just being honest with y'all. We need y'all support. And it's about to come down the pipeline because Mm -hmm. here's what we're doing. 
we are trying to drop bars for the glory of Christ. For the glory of Christ. <laughs> okay, that's it. We're trying to <laughs> drop bars of truth through the good news of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. from his word mm-hmm. for the glory of his name. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, we need your support. We actually need you to hit the subscribe button. Mm-hmm. We need you to share it. We need you to leave a review because all of these things matter in yeah. this cultural world. Yes. Okay? They're helping us get out in the airwaves and reach other women. I think if this has been an encouragement to you or has helped spur you on through your week, just pass it on to a sister. That's it. Yep. That's all you got to do. Absolutely. Okay. So here we are and yes. we are in Colossians chapter four. Finish line. Whoop, whoop. I'm feeling it. So this is exciting because this is really the first time that we've done a series through like one cohesive book of the Bible. Yes, ma'am. And so the fact that we have reached the finish line. High fives. This is. Okay. Yes. And if you were here, here's one more high five for you. There you go. <laughs> there you, you heard are. it through. You heard it through the mic. You. That was a high five for you <laughs> because you went through an entire book of the Bible and you, we, we pretty much exegeted yeah. it together. Yeah. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. We went line by line and that's goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's chapter four of Colossians and here's our big takeaway today which is living faithfully as an urban Christian woman is a call to live faithfully in prayer be watchful or as us urban women like to say stay Stay woke woke, okay with thanksgiving and to proclaim the gospel in your community Mm -hmm. so here it is one more time living faithfully as an urban Christian woman is a call to live faithfully in prayer, to stay woke with thanksgiving and to proclaim the gospel in your community. Mm -hmm. So Paul is giving these final instructions in the letter and y'all, these are just going to be reminders. Okay. These are going to be reminders of everything that he has written in every Mm -hmm. single chapter Mm -hmm. prior. Mm -hmm. So Leah, take us through this. So he's writing the end of the letter and really just as any letter is like you reach the end and you're like, here's basically summing up what I've just said. Come on. And then there's greetings and then there's sort of his sign part. So this is actually I mean, as it is a letter, this is the structure of it. Mm-hmm. So verses two through four are the reminders. And as we look, he says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. So the reminders that get, Paul is giving them, he's reminding them to pray. He's reminding them that just like he said at the very beginning of this letter, that our marching orders are rightly oriented first through prayer. So as we talked about, if you want to go back several episodes, living faithfully as an urban Christian woman is a call to be saturated in prayer. Yeah. And Paul is reminding us of that right here. Yeah. That we are rightly oriented in what we do in ministry and with the people that we are praying for. Um, we're, this is rightly oriented through prayer mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really where he's at. He's encouraging the Church of Colossae to continue steadfastly in this prayer and with thanksgiving because mm-hmm. it's all rooted in that prayer as well. And the prayers are rooted in thanksgiving. Yep. And then we get to verse five where it says, um, verses five through eight, which says, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious seasoned with salt so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and faithful minister and a fellow servant in the Lord. 
I have sent him to you for this very purpose that you may know how we are and that he may encourage you in your hearts. Okay. And so we see that Paul is giving also this commendation um, and Paul commends them towards wisdom, wisdom in their deeds and wisdom with their words, wisdom in their deeds and wisdom with their words. And this is what I want to say, Mm y'all, is that when we're talking about this, wisdom is fueled through the word of God. Yeah. Okay. The beginning of all knowledge, the beginning of all wisdom is in the fear of the Lord and revering the Lord. How do you fear the Lord and revere him or honor him? You have to know him. And how do you know him? Mm -hmm. You have to know him through his word. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know him when, when you're praying, but you specifically know him, his instructions and his commendations through his Mm -hmm. word. You cannot bypass spending time in the word. There's nowhere else where that wisdom will be found. That's it. And so if we're going to walk in wisdom toward Mm -hmm. outsiders and specifically our neighbors, Mm -hmm. come on now, people who don't think like you, who don't act like you, who don't have the same value system as you. Honey, you girlfriend, (laughs) sister, friend, you going to need some wisdom, okay? That's what you're going to need. And that's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And I love the instruction that he gives us in the commendation of walk in Mm -hmm. wisdom. There is this constancy of walking in the wisdom, Mm -hmm. walking in the knowledge of Christ, discerning, discerning how you should do that, making the best use of your time. So he gives us these commendations of wisdom towards our Mm -hmm. deeds and our words. Yeah. And I love that too, because it's twofold, right? There's not just sort of this conceptual wisdom of like, Oh, I'm wise in the Lord, but he's saying that you're walking it out and it's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's yeah. those two elements in where it comes out. It comes out in what I put my hands to. Yeah. And it comes out in what I put my mouth to as well. That's it. And in verse six, he even says that your speech is to be gracious and seasoned with salt. Mm-hmm. So let your speech also be seasoned with salt. Always. How? Always, how do we do this? How do we actually always allow our words to be seasoned? Okay, like some Lowry's. Okay, (laughs) how we do that, girl? He says, uh, listen, how's your prayer life? Yep. What's your prayer life looking like? And are you abiding? We've been talking about this seeking and setting from Mm -hmm. chapter three. Mm -hmm. Is your prayer life in active participation with Christ? Are you abiding by seeking and setting your mind um, on things that are above? How are you surrendering to the Holy Spirit? So with these three elements, prayer, the abiding in the word of God through seeking and setting our minds, and then the surrendering to the spirit, we know that they are indicative of how we operate in this state as a believer in the everyday, just like the Colossians were. Mm-hmm. And so there is this assumption that the Colossians are actually in spaces of constant interactions with non-believers because they have these three elements mm-hmm. that are constantly um, being at work in their lives in the everyday. And so we can take that in application for our own lives. Yeah. We have to be in the gospel, in in his presence, mm-hmm. in his word, in seeking him so that we can proclaim the gospel. Right, right. There was this expectation uh, from Paul to the church in Colossae to live wisely among unbelievers, to be these um, elements of God's 
uh, goodness and and wisdom proclaimed in their spaces. And they were because they were a new church. They were in a space where the church hadn't previously been. And so their lives were still kind of in those spaces and places, even as they began to fellowship and grow as a church body, Mm -hmm. they were still in these places, both in their uh, communities, in the marketplaces and all of that with non-believers that were still operating in these places of like, you know, idol worship and and all the, all the elements that, that Mm -hmm. were found in Colossae before the gospel came to Colossae. Right. And so they, for us, are also an example of this. And so we ask ourselves, like, when we want to partner with Christ in in this renewal, in this transformation for non-believers, we want to see that. I mean, we're, Mm -hmm. we look at the, the gospels and we're in awe of how Jesus did these acts of healing, um, in people, Mm -hmm. physical healing. And we, we know that miracles still happen, that these things still exist and we will see them. Mm -hmm. And we also know that the greatest miracle that has ever happened is our souls being ransomed Mm -hmm. from the death that they deserved into the kingdom of light, into Mm -hmm. the family of God. Right. And so that to us, to we know as believers is the greatest miracle, but we, we also realize that how are we going to see that unless we're in spaces where darkness exists? Come on. We're not going to be participating with Christ in pushing back the darkness unless we actually are in places where darkness needs to be pushed back. We're not going to see the miracle of people's lives being transformed and being brought into the family of God unless we're in community right. with folks that are not in the family of God mm. and that are wrestling in these places of darkness and isolation from their creator we're not going to see that and so we are called as believers to participate with christ in pushing back the darkness by being in these communities with Mm non-believers and if you're if you're losing out on that because your book club is all christian your play group is all christian Mm -hmm. your workout Mm -hmm. buddies in the morning are all christian then you're losing a space where that salt can actually be effective Uh in seasoning your words to point to god's glory and can i actually just affirm what you're saying and really just say, Hey, if you're actually in the bubble, you actually are not following the command of God. Yeah. That's, that's the bottom Mm -hmm. line. Mm -hmm. God did not call us to bubble world. Yeah. He called us to go and make disciples, Mm -hmm. Matthew 28, 19 through 20 Mm -hmm. for the glory of his name. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, my exhortation is to you, woman who's living in, in, in the, in the city, in the urban context. Um, I'm, I'm encouraging you if you are in these spaces and you are choosing to live in bubble, you need to check your heart. Mm-hmm. You need to check your heart because really what you're saying is mm-hmm. Lord, I don't trust you. Yeah. Lord, I, I, I actually think that I'm in control mm-hmm. and that I need to have this safe space constantly yeah. In order for me to truly lay hold of the yeah. gospel. Yeah. yeah. Girl, I just felt yeah. that in my, <laughs> whoo, girl, I felt that in my shins and in my kneecaps. Okay. <laughs> I did. I felt it in my shins and my kneecaps because yeah. that is truth right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be easily sort Ooh. of, yeah, it, it's, it's so deceptive, right? And it's this is so why deceptive. it goes back to us really leaning on the wisdom that comes from God's word. Like we got to be in his word. Come on. Because we have to be able to discern the difference between that fellowship and that bubble. Come on now. You know, where, where we have to be able to say, God, am I really, am I trusting my, my relationship with my sisters in Christ more than I'm trusting my relationship with you? Mm-hmm. Where I feel like that does need to be constantly surrounding me or I can't Come walk through. with you. Word. 
are those the places where we are least right bars she's spitting bars right now because if we're leaning in those spaces then just like you said we're leaning on ourselves we're not leaning on jesus yeah we're not we're not trusting that that if the light of of life is yeah. in us then we can walk fearlessly through dark spaces yeah because because guess what you trusting in your comfort mm-hmm. and the gospel is not comfortable yeah. yeah the gospel is not comfortable jesus is our peace yes yes but and it will be uncomfortable to be it is hard it's difficult it's difficult if your workout buddy while you're jogging on the treadmill is talking about all measure of the ways that her relationship is x y and z and that's not how you view relationships it's difficult to know how do you speak in that moment yeah how do you speak in a way that's loving yeah that sheds light on truth yeah but doesn't polarize or isolate how do you do that you have to be rooted in god's word to do that and if you're in constant community and every single place you go and those bubbles are always with um christians with believers yeah you're not pressed into trusting god for every single word that you say in the same way as if you're um in these circles with non-believers it's just a whole different ball game yep and and, and you you missing y'all i yeah. i mean this is this is specifically not in this text but i know as a testimony and as a fact mm-hmm. you're missing on seeing god do miracles mm-hmm. you're missing out on god actually revealing more about you as well and how you are in need of him (laughs) you're missing out on how god is trying to reveal Mm -hmm. how much more you need him and when you look to him how he is able to provide Mm -hmm. every need and every moment Mm -hmm. of how to love a sister or a brother who you don't feel like is worthy of it in a moment because Mm -hmm. it's coming in juxtaposition to your comfort Mm Mm-hmm. That's my, t- that's right there, right there. Pass the offering plate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> because I, I love that you're landing on, you're missing out on those miracles. I'm so serious. And I love that because it, I think there are spaces where we're constantly like, does God still perform miracles? Like, you know, like yeah. there's the healing of the, this and the, yeah. that in the yeah. Bible. Like yeah. where are those spaces where miraculous things are happening? Yes. Listen, the greatest miracle ever happened when Jesus brought you from death to life bars, the greatest miracle that ever happened was Jesus bringing Woo. enemies Woo. of God Come on. to Come the on. cross and Come making on. them friends of God. That's literally now, what that we were saying. Hostile in our minds. Miracle. We were hostile in our minds. That first. right there is the greatest miracle. So you want to see miracles happen today? Colossians 2. Get yourself in relationships with non-believers where the salt is coming out of your mouth in a way that that is that is shedding light on, on who God is to them. Mm. You want to see miracles today? Figure out how you're walking in spaces where you see God bring people to himself Mm -hmm. those are the spaces where we're seeing miracles happen Mm -hmm. where healing spiritual healing is the miracle of the day that's happening and if you're not in those spaces with non-believers you're missing out on seeing the miracles that god is doing today i'm sorry i just went on a tangent but i feel like i had to say that it was necessary it was necessary it was so So necessary so we have to be in the gospel so that we can proclaim the gospel women we cannot continue to make assumptions mm-hmm. around the fact that we can't trust God. Yeah. We have to choose to say, listen, God is in these spaces when we are in constant community 
with Mm non-believers. He's there. Mm -hmm. And I even want to just encourage you, ask the Holy Spirit through his wisdom, Lord, allow me to see how you're already at work in this woman's life that I feel is marginalized and help me point her to like, hey, do you know how much God loves you? Mm -hmm. The one who created his created being? Mm He's providing for your every need. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that that you were able to literally have that $5 to put in your gas tank, that's the Lord. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that your gas lights, whatever it is, I'm just saying, see the beauty, ask the Lord to go before you to be able Mm -hmm. to to point to the beauty and goodness that is already at work in that Mm -hmm. individual's life. Not just what he wants to do, but what he is doing. He is currently doing. Currently doing. We don't, we don't even have the endurance to run that though outside of our prayer life being deeply rooted, yeah, abiding with the Lord and surrendering to the Holy Spirit. It will be too uncomfortable and it will be too hard mm-hmm. if we don't have those three things in check, first of all. So ask yourself before I go, you know, entering into all these places and spaces of non-believers, mm-hmm. ask yourself, how is your prayer life? How are you abiding and how are you surrendering to the Holy Spirit? Because he will, he will do a beautiful and marvelous work in you, pointing out those goodnesses, Mm -hmm. leading to the miracle of light Mm -hmm. shedding on the dark places. Mm -hmm. If we are rooted in prayer, Mm -hmm. in abiding with Christ and surrendering to the Holy Spirit. And can I just say this? Because I think this is where we can feel when we are on mission for Jesus this way. It's man, is anybody else out here, Lord, doing this? It's just so hard. Y'all, I got an encouragement for you because Paul he understood the heart yeah, of the believer absolutely. in Colossae. Like, Lord, this is going to be hard. And literally in this, y'all, he starts bringing the acknowledgments. He starts dropping bars, naming people. Cast of characters. The cast of showing characters. Up. Who is showing doing this? up? Who is out here? Who is on mission with me? Wait a minute. Here goes. Here goes the acknowledgments right here. Here's here on mission. That's Here's it. Here's who's on mission. Here's who's on mission. Tychicus who's a Jewish believer, is on mission. Onesimus, who is a Jewish believer, who literally is from Colossae, who was a slave and now has been reconciled and is free and is an equal brother, is coming back so that things can be reconciled. Come on. Mm -hmm. Aristarchus, believer. Mark, Jewish believer, who fell out, Mm -hmm. who's now been reconciled. Justice, Jewish believer. Epaphras, Colossian believer. He's a disciple of Paul and returning back to his hometown. Luke, another disciple who's a physician. Demas, another disciple. Nympha. Nympha. Pause. Pause. Let's zoom in on Nympha. Let's zoom in on Nympha. Because we literally did pause and we just looked at each other like we're about to zoom in on Nympha. Go ahead. Nympha. Okay. Don't don't overlook exactly like her her being called out. First of all, it says she. So we know that this is a woman. And we know that not only is this a woman in ministry, but she is essentially a church planter okay she's she's hosting a church in her home Mm -hmm. she's displaying ministry Mm -hmm. hospitality Mm -hmm. a fellowship of the word right Mm -hmm. so nympha Mm -hmm. women you are seen you Mm -hmm. are seen Mm -hmm. in the ministry of christ Mm -hmm. you have a valued role Mm -hmm. in the ministry of christ Mm -hmm. and you're up there fellowshipping with brothers and sisters in christ 
towards the advancement of the church. That is the story of Nympha. And that's why she shows up in the acknowledgement. She's named because she is a crucial and essential part of the church. Yes. Okay. Okay. And, and can I say one more thing? Because mm-hmm. we can learn from Nympha. Mm-hmm. Nympha. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can learn from Nympha, which is this urban Christian woman is here's my question. Here's my question. Cause mm-hmm. I got to go low and slow with it is, are you having church in your house? Mm. Mm. Or are you literally just so busy that you are not inviting people into your spaces mm-hmm. To have church. Mm. What you talking about? Have church. I mean, it's basic. Yes. Breaking bread. Break it down. <laughs> Break it down. I, I, that was my Scotty Pippen. I need you to Michael Jordan here right now. <laughs> One breaking bread. Mm-hmm. Psalms, hymns, and spiritual mm-hmm. songs, as we saw before, mm-hmm. and declaring the the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Breaking bread, sharing the scriptures, mm-hmm. psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to add to that? Prayer. Prayer. The fellowship of prayer. Come on. Are you praying for folks as they come and go from your home? Are you feeding them not only from your kitchen, but from the word of God? Woo, Are you Lord. letting just the, the rich word of Christ dwell in you? Are you speaking words of thanksgiving? Woo. Are you having church? Are you having church? In your home. In your home. You don't have to be a minister and a whatever title you need. You don't need no platform. Whatever. Right. You don't Come need, on. You don't, you don't need a title. You don't need a title. You don't need a nameplate. You don't need a platform. You got a house. You got a home. You got a place. You got a door. You got a corner. You got you got a door. You got a you got some tea. You got some some something. You got something. You got space to have church in your home. The, the question is, do you have the Holy Spirit? Do you have... Oh my God, I felt that in my shin though. Do you have the Holy Spirit? If you got the Holy Spirit, then you can have church in your house. You got space to have church. Have church in your home. Nympha out here on these streets, okay? Let her be an example and let and, and see that here we are. There's space for us in this story. Praise Ooh. God for his acknowledgments. Acknowledgments. We're closing out. That's Paul it. is writing this with his own hand. He invites them to remember his toil. And he says, the grace of God be with them. Okay. Can, yes. And can we just mention Archippus? Because he put Archippus at the end. Yeah. And, and he said with Archippus in verse 17, and say to Archippus, see that you fulfilled the ministry that you have received in the Lord. Yeah. So whatever Paul is trying to communicate to Archippus, Archippus knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. He said, listen, don't you start getting distracted. Come on back, brother. Come on back. And see that you fulfilled the ministry mm-hmm. of the Lord. My encouragement to you is, are you encouraging these women who are walking alongside of you as urban Christian women? Are you mm-hmm. are you exhorting them stay the course. to stay the course? Yeah. If they're deviating even a little bit, Paul is saying, listen, see that you fulfill it, fulfill the ministry. I don't know what was going on with Archippus. Yeah. I don't want to imply mm-hmm. or be explicit about anything, but I'm just saying, encourage your sister in the Lord mm-hmm. that they fulfill the ministry. Mm-hmm. Ask them, what is the ministry that God has called you to? And I know that we get hemmed up and locked up right now. We in the age of purpose and calling and all this other stuff. And listen, it's clear. What is the chief end of man to glorify God and enjoy him forever? Mm-hmm. Are you on mission with that? Are you on mission? Mm. Carry forth. Yes. Listen, Archippus, we didn't forget you. We didn't forget you. We didn't forget you. We didn't forget you. 
So anyway, ladies, this is a blessing. It's a bless. It's been a blessing to go through Colossians with you. It's been a blessing to dig deeply into just the purpose and ministry from Paul um, to the church of Colossae and how it applies to us today. It is a blessing to have God's word just readily available to us. So mm-hmm. will you pray for us as yes. we close? Yes. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for the book of Colossians. And Lord, we thank you for Colossians chapter four today. God, that gives us the reminders, Lord God, of what we are to be on mission for. Mm -hmm. We are to be on mission um, and using wisdom, Lord God, around your word and seeking your face in prayer. We're to be on mission, Lord God, with our deeds and our words, that our words are seasoned with salt, Lord God, that we are to be in spaces that are uncomfortable for us, Lord God, that stretch us and cause us to cling to you more, to turn to you more to cry out to you more and say, Abba, Father, Lord God, I pray for the women who are listening today, Lord God, who are in spaces, Lord, where they are not walking in obedience, Lord God, to be in community with non-believers, Lord God. I pray that you would burden their hearts, Lord God, open their eyes, Lord God, to look up and look out and look around them and see the many needs that are in front of them and how you have redeemed us for yourself and to yourself so that we can proclaim who you are. God, that this world is fading away, but if we do the will of God, we live forever. We live in the abundance of your freedom. We live in the abundance of the hope of eternity. And we live with the treasure, Lord God, that we have lived and spent our lives well. Father, I pray, God, that we would not be afraid, Father, of the woman that we've seen across the street talking to her child crazy, or the neighbor that we've seen cussing somebody out, or the neighbor with mental health issues or the neighbor, Lord God, who drives in and out of their driveway. God, that we would not be uh, afraid, God, to invite these people into our home to share a cup of tea or coffee or to share a meal at our table, Lord God. Father God, that fear would not hinder us from being obedient to the mission that you have placed in front of us, God. Help us to see the mission that is between our two feet at any given day, Lord God. And Father, I pray in Jesus' name, God, that we would be reminded, God, of the many saints who have come before us, the saints who are in Colossians chapter 4 that are given acknowledgments of, Lord God. Father God, that we would remember and be reminded of the saints who are in the hall of faith. God, in Hebrews chapter 11, Father God, we are not standing on the feet of ourselves, Lord God, but Father God, we're standing on your foundation and the feet of generations and generations and generations of people who have faithfully committed their lives to the kingdom missional work, Lord God, because you redeemed their lives and they knew, Lord God, that you were a redeemer. And so you are worthy of our life. You are worthy of our life's work. You are worthy of our words. You are worthy of our deeds. You are worthy of our time committing ourselves to you in sacrificial prayer and in, in, in making petitions, Lord God, and supplications, Lord God, for neighbors, Lord God. You are worthy of us looking to you for your wisdom in your word because your word is true and it is your truth that sets us free and sets captives free. And so, 
Father, I pray in Jesus' name that for that we would toil. For that we would say we are linking arms with the Apostle Paul. We are linking arms with our brother Epaphras. We are linking arms with Tychicus. We are linking arms with Onesimus. We are linking arms with our sister Nympha. We are linking arms with Archippus. We are linking arms with those who are on kingdom mission. We are linking arms with our sisters who are in the continent of Africa. We are linking arms with our sisters who are in who are in uh, uh, Asia. We are linking arms with our sisters who are in Europe. We are linking arms with our sisters who are in Australia. We are linking arms with our sisters who are in Antarctica. We are linking arms with our sisters who are in South America and Central America. We are linking arms with our sisters who are on the, on the East Coast, in the West Coast, and in the Midwest, and up North, and down South. Lord God, we are linked and we are linked by the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, may we never forget that and may it fuel the work by which we serve and we toil daily, day in and day out. For the glory of your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you yes. and keep you, ladies. Have a great week, ladies. Bye.